Good evening and welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football, everyone's favourite English language podcast about the K-League. My name's Mark, I'm joined tonight by my favourite colleague, Paul. <laughs> sorry, my favourite colleague, called Paul, sorry. Sorry, I, I, I missed a word out there. The brain's behind the operation. Yeah, yeah, that's why the podcast never gets put up in time, right? <laughs> okay, so Paul, you're, you're looking dapper tonight? Uh, I was on the radio this morning. Okay. Yeah. Okay, is that, is that why you're still wearing makeup? Or, or is there something else that you want to tell me and you're on your way to ET1 after the podcast? The DJ told me I've got a face for TV. <laughs> You've got a face for something. And a voice for a, a monk. <laughs> I'm already going a to mon- a monastery where I don't talk. I mean, is it's probably a bad thing to be a, a foreign uh, TV personality and career, right? But we probably can't talk about that. It's lucky that I'm not. <laughs> Speaking of lucky... Uh, that's you chose th- this week's intro. What the intro from Breaking Bad? <laughs> I don't know what you chose. It was Kylie. Kylie Minogue. I should be so lucky. Yeah. Is that because you were on a TV show with a guy that owns an Indian restaurant? Well, yeah, where I had lunch today actually. Okay, I saw that on your Instagram. <laughs> we should get him on. We should. Does he know any football? Uh, Why break the habit of a lifetime? I will tell you. That potentially he'll be involved in something to do with football coming up, but it's it's all hush hush at the moment. So when that's confirmed, uh, I'll break the news here. Okay. One of the things I enjoy most, Paul, about doing a podcast with you in the morning after you've been utterly trashed the previous night, is you told me this already. Yeah, I know that, but I haven't told <laughs> I haven't told the listeners. Oh, okay, okay, that's not too bad then. Okay, so was Kyle Minogue? I should be so lucky. Yeah. Uh, why? It wasn't to do with your new friend. Why did you choose that song? Because uh, FC Seoul beat Kyungnam, uh, but they got away with one, to be honest. Uh, I guess we'll get, that in, get into that in a minute. Hey, um, but there were some misses and some, and some controver- co- controversy, maybe? Wasn't a contro- there wasn't any controversy. <laughs> he got me doing it now. <laughs> There okay. wasn't any controversy at all. This is why we have a podcast and we don't own our own hog one, right? Yeah. But we don't teach. Okay. So, yeah, so I guess we'll get to that when we do the K1, K2 review. Yeah. Uh, we're also, also this week there were ACL games. We talked about it was Korea versus Japan. And now, uh, Someone got the predictions right. Someone got them wrong. Yeah. We'll find out who that was. It was you. It was you me. Got wrong. <laughs> I got them right. Um, got them wrong. I said 50-50. And I was perfectly correct. Didn't you say two wins, two draws? Say two wins, two losses. Uh, you can you can listen back. Uh, we'll do this week's winners and losers. The FA Cup's coming up next week. It's your turn to be the devil, or the devil's advocate at least. Uh, we'll look at our must-go-through games, and then I guess we'll do a preview of the weekend's fixtures coming up as well. Yeah. Yep. I will get through another action-packed show. Can we keep it in within forty-five minutes today? Well, yes. A half of football is, is about is about. As long as it should be, yeah. Plus three minutes of extra time for 48 shades. Um, unless, unless you're FC Seoul not winning in Sangam and you get as much time as you need. Fergie's Don't patch your young. Time. It's not even Fergie time, right? It's, it's like, I don't want to call it GS time or something, right? That, that's never happened. Uh, yeah, I think the three penalties that you got in, in one game against Guangzhou. But anyway, um, so moving on swiftly, what game did you watch or go to at the weekend? I attended uh, FC Seoul versus Kyungnam. <coughs> okay, that's enough about that. Um, it was an entertaining... kickoff, right? Yes. Same time as debut song, yeah. Uh, it was an entertaining game. Okay. Seoul ran out 2-1 winners. Okay. Uh, Kyungnam probably should have won. 
Uh, and they probably would have done if they played a full-strength team, but there were a raft of, uh, a raft of changes in anticipation of this week's ACL game. Yeah, which, well, I assume that's what it was in which obviously served them well, as we'll get to in a few minutes. But So yeah, I did read online, uh, James Edrup was saying it was a, a almost reserve team. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't an almost reserve team, but I think it was a pretty pretty changed team from the one that, that came back against John Book, right? Indeed. Uh, did did the Englishman play? Uh, he came on in the second half. He looked lively. He was all over the pitch. Um, yeah, and he he almost he almost scored with pretty much his first touch. Okay. But he put it wide somehow. But yeah, he was all over mopping up, being a bit like Osmar actually. Okay. One minute mopping up in defence, and then the next minute he's bursting into the into the penalty area. It's a strange thing. Every time you say lively, for some reason in my head I think of Blake. No, I think of that of that movie with Tom Cruise. I can't remember the name of it right now, but where the the know about pre-crime and oh, the woman um, who was killed in was called Anne Lively. So I'm th- I keep thinking of when we say someone was lively, I think they're lying in a pool of water. I like that film. I, yeah, of course I can remember the name of it. <laughs> it's called. It's going to come to me at some point. <laughs> it's going to in the middle of the podcast. We're just going to shout the name out, right? <coughs> okay, so that was the only game that you watched over the whole weekend. Now you've got me thinking, I've, got, I've completely <laughs> put all football out of my mind. Yeah, that was the only game I watched. Okay. Okay, I also watched... Actually, I watched... Do you not want me to talk a little bit more about it? Oh, I thought you were finished. So, Sol went 1-0 up. Okay. Keep yeah. going. <laughs> uh, That's it. Okay. It was uh, Pestich's first goal for FC Sol. Okay, yep. Uh, we'd we'd <coughs> just been uh, complaining about how useless Park Jiong's dead balls were, because he kept... Hitting the first man. We, we did that on the podcast just a few hours earlier, and then uh, that was embarrassing, I guess. But in the same way that uh, a stop clock is, is right twice a day, he lofted a beautiful one in. Only a stop clock or any clock? Uh, a stop clock. Okay. <laughs> a, a regular clock is, 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 is either always right or never right. Okay. okay. Um, uh, yeah, it was lofted in, beautiful, uh, and Pesic leaped up and, and planted the header into the far post. So, but it was a free kick, not a corner, right? It was a free kick. Okay, because we we were talking about how he should never take corners. So we're still kind of right, about how guys like him and Son should never take corners, right? So, yeah. So I guess probably not. Actually, I I did mention he whipped a free kick in for uh, the goal that scored against Argentina. So I guess I was I was actually right again. And that was a couple of minutes before half time. So Sol didn't really deserve it at all, but they went in one 0 ahead. Came out for the second half. Within probably five or ten minutes, Kyung Nam got a penalty. Okay. Uh, it was an attack. Uh, the goalie, as a, so a cross came in, everyone missed it, the goalie missed it, and it broke to a Kyung Nam player, uh, and the lad making his debut sort of lunged in to try and get the ball and trip the player instead. Um, yeah, I guess it was a stonewall penalty after looking at the replay. Okay. Uh, the guy comes in, obviously going against penalty king Yu sang Okay, nervous. Uh the, the goalie went the wrong way, but the guy blasted it off the crossbar. So oh, wow. stayed 1-0. Uh, both teams had chances after that. Pesic had a few one-on-ones with the keeper, uh, which he failed to take. Uh, and then in the 85th minute, Cho Yong-wook, the, the young Wookiee, the Ewok, uh, he'd just come on about five minutes earlier, uh, and Seoul played a lovely move. <laughs> you can laugh. Played a lovely move. Uh, he ended up on the end of it. Uh, first, it was disallowed for offside, uh, and it went to VAR. The referee 
actually decided to take a look at it rather than just trust on whoever's in, sitting in the box. Uh, and it was proven that uh, there were some close ones, but it, the, the sole players were onside all throughout the move. So okay. goal given, 2-0 up, yes. uh, heading for another clean sheet. And then they switched off in the last minute, conceded a, an equaliser to Kim Jong-pil. Not an equaliser. Just the first goal Yeah, to Kim Jong-pil. Yeah. Uh, and there was still time for them to have another, another chance after that when okay. the ball was whipped in. Um, it was down the other end, so I'm not sure who it was, but he swooped down to head it in from somewhere on or inside the six-yard box and somehow managed to head it over. And that was pretty much the last kick of the game. Okay. But it's a disgraceful miss. Okay. It's quite interesting because it's jokes like, you know, the young rookie, the Ewok, they make me feel like I can't endure, endure this podcast any longer. <laughs> um, anyway, that was even worse probably. Okay, is there anything else that you want to say about the game that you did go to? Um, again, Seoul aren't doing particularly well, but they keep dragging three points here and there, so I think they're nailed on for the title, to be honest. Uh, I would say if Ulsan weren't, weren't 100% nailed on for it, then you might have, some, have, have something there, but I think, for me, yeah, yeah I think... Ulsan look, look well, pretty tasty from what I've seen of them. I guess it comes down to if, if Seoul find a decent run of form, they'll yep. challenge Ulsan. Uh, if their luck starts running out, then they'll sink down the table. Okay. okay. At the same time, the Seoul were, were getting lucky. Um, Songnam, <laughs> Songnam were, were uh, well, playing, playing down in Daegu. Eh? <laughs> Another sellout uh, for Daegu Stadium. I'm not quite sure how they're selling out so many blue seats I don't know like watching the game there was a raft of empty seats um, in the front rows it was a little bit sunny but I mean we had them running to hide from the from the rain and ACL and now we have them hiding from the sun I'm not convinced I don't know what what is constituting a Daegu sellout but anyway um, it was announced as a sellout I thought the whole of K-League's a sellout Um some things in Kaylee are sellouts, that's for sure. Um, so moving on to the game, uh, Songnam looked pretty tidy, uh, started well, um, took the lead uh, in the first half. E there, the crush, the man crush continues. I'm not sure when it's going to end. Um, uh, he he popped up, beautiful goal actually. He took it really well, uh, buried it in the back of the net, one 0 Um. Songnam probably had chances to score another one before half time, but I went in at half time, 1 0 up. Uh, second half, completely opposite. The first half, it was all Songnam, mostly Songnam, let's say. Uh, Andre looked annoyed and angry at half time. Second half, Daegu just pummeled us and pummeled us for the whole of the second half, to be honest. And the goal was a coming, uh, the equaliser, and to be honest, I can barely remember it, even though I was sitting watching it. Um, no, 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 I, I, beer. Um, no, no, no. But I, oh, yeah. I mean, it was the goal was coming. Uh, Sazina had a couple of chances. You make it two-one, and then in the last, the the last header touch of the ball. Um, so the first goal. Ah, oh, never remember. Sorry. Okay, so the equaliser um, was Kim Jinchuk. I think I want to say it was. Yeah. Um, so Sazina. In the build-up, had two or three Songnam players around him, and he kind of somehow managed to flip the ball up in the air. And Kim Jong-hook 
headed it into the goal. It was called back for VAR, uh, for what I can only imagine was a foul in the in the build up. The the referee himself didn't look at it, he just took it based on who was in the in the studio and the goal stood so that it wasn't it wasn't chopped off. Um but amazingly, with the last touch of the ball, uh, Kim Jin Hyuk had an open goal, free header, open goal, and after bullying home the equaliser was like just the miss was shocking. Uh, the Phantom texted me and said that would have been the worst miss of the day if I hadn't just seen the Gyeongnam one. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, uh, Kim Jin Hyuk survived getting the like, donkey of the week because uh, the Gyeongnam one was even worse. Was I, I've yet to watch actually, to be honest. I didn't see it. Uh, finished one each. Can't really complain. Um, I think both teams pressed, both teams played well. Uh, Andre in his pre-match post-match interview did say that he, he made the changes and he was right with the changes that he made um, I'm not sure if that's translations or he really is that arrogant but anyway um, whatever he did at half time whatever he said and whatever changes tactically he made definitely worked because Daegu were a far better team second half Songnam deserved to be 1-0 up at half time but probably a draw was a fair result so that does mean that Songnam have conceded in all their games still. We still have that fantastic 100% record <laughs> in, our, in our games. But they've still conceded far less than Kyungnam, who have conceded 13 goals in six games. That, that, that's pretty ridiculous, right? <coughs> also, on the Saturday, we had Ulsan were playing. Uh, well, I mean, actually, the whole top get, six... Get, get to Ulsan in a minute. But the whole top six were playing yeah. on the Saturday. Yeah. Did you watch any other games, or were we just going to... I went straight after the the Songnam game finished. I turned it over to whatever game was on next. But if I'm being honest, I I didn't watch it. Okay. It so was boiling heat coming in my window, and the Markley was hitting my head at that point. So also on the Saturday, Chonbuk beat Inchon 2-0. Yep. First goal for... What was the first goal? But anyway, goal for Moon Son Min. It was a goal. That, that's correct, actually. Yeah, he refused to celebrate. I saw that. Never remember that yet. Maybe I was drunk on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, he, he scored a goal. Basically, the, the ball broke to him. Like, a couple of players tried to shoot, uh, and the ball kind of broke off the Inchon player's leg, and it fell straight to him, and he just instinctively... Uh, struck it in in the back of the net uh, refused as I said to celebrate pushed the guys the other the drum players away from as well which I kind of respect I like that idea um, I can't remember the second goal though. Uh, it was the Wookiee with a I'm going to say I would like to keep the Star, the Star Wars puns going and say it was a lovely solo goal but I have no idea so. it wasn't it was uh, down the right hand side guy ran down the right hand side crossed it in and the Wookiee slid it home there you go Yep, I remember that one there as well. So he slid in like uh, Boba Fett falling to Jabba the Hutt. That doesn't work. <laughs> anyway. Live long and prosper. <laughs> so that was, uh, yeah, so that was 2-0 two, two for John Book. And all seven were playing Sanji at the time, right? I want to do that last. Okay. Uh, for a good reason. Uh, two games on the Sunday. Paul Andrew with Cheju won all. Yep. Uh, and Kang won lost 2-0 to the Blue Wings. Which I saw the last 10 minutes of. Which you did the, the commentator's jinx, right? Because it was all going well and Suwon weren't doing anything. And then you then you chip in with, ooh, 20 minutes for Dayan to save them. Yep. And he scored straight away. Six minutes. So he, basically they brought him on with 20 minutes to go or so. I think like, I'm not really sure when they brought him on. It might have been more than that, maybe like 61 or something like that. They brought him on. 
Um, and within six minutes, uh, Adam Taggart knocked it down to him and he struck it home. Typical boxy goal, typical Dayham goal. Nothing, nothing particularly exceptional about it, but the man is, without a doubt, one of the best strikers I've probably seen. And there was still time for Jan Kieran to, pick, to pop up with a, a last minute second. Beautiful free kick. <sighs> yep. You think they've turned a corner now? So like three wins on the on the bounce. I mean, I think they were. I think the first three Two games. Wins on the bounce. So the first three games were away. Um, you know, they were, no, the first three games were tough. Sorry, not <laughs> not away. They were tough, right? Um, so I don't think they were. They could have been hugely surprised that they that they didn't win in the first three games. They probably were surprised they didn't get a point at, at Moran. Um, so have they turned the corner? Well, the first three games were tough, so I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I think we have to. You won't know if they've turned the corner until the first super match. That's when you'll know. Which is Children's Day, right? Yeah, that's the that is the is the test for for Bluings. Okay. Because they've been woeful the last three years. Okay. You want to say right, Paul? Uh, you well, in, in two super, years, three in years. Super match. Yeah. Yeah. Since that time, they won five one. They've pretty much done nothing. Yeah. So a few draws, but. I yeah. they're winless in 10 or 11, something like that. So, got to say, I mean, if, if you can turn it around and if you can win a super match, then I would say, yes, they've turned the corner. But if they lose it again, then, yeah. But is it the first super match? I think it's 5th of May. Where? Where? Oh, where? There's. There, okay. Uh, last game then was Sangju uh, versus Ulsan. Yep. Top of the table clash. Yep. Finished 1-0 to Ulsan with a goal from Jumingyu. Yep, his first full, well, his first goal, his, first, his debut, basically. Or full debut, I think, right? Which caused you to pr- propose a, uh, a bonus question for the prediction game. Which you didn't use. Which I didn't use, because uh, I can't be bothered to track whether he started or not each game. Um, but do you think he's going to go on a, another run of six or seven ga- games in a row of scoring? Um, but the way that Osan are playing, with the chances that they're creating, um, if he was starting, I would say yes. But the problem is that I think when you've got guys like Mix and Junior... Um, I think it's tough to imagine that Jim Ingu is going to be starting, starting, you know, as the main striker. Um, so if he starts, then yes, he will go on a run of goals. But if he's coming on for like five minutes here, ten minutes there, then I don't think he, I don't think he will not. Uh, just while we're on the subject of the prediction league, one of the other bonus questions from before the start of the season was how many of the the new foreign imports will get kicked out come the summer. Uh, Anyone caught your eye as being likely to be punted by by June or in June? Punted in June. Um, I've, I've got to say, I think the ones that I can think of, the, you know, the, the ones that are in my head, um, I think have all started pretty well. Uh, the only one who I think might get punted might be the boy that plays for John Book. Don't ask me. I've no idea what his name is. Adriano. No. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I actually, I saw him, the Australian guy. Yeah, I saw him for the first time. Uh, he he either played against uh, he, he played against Inchon, I think. And it was the first time I'd, I think I'd actually seen him. And he's probably played already, but it's the first time I saw him in a John Bouchard. Uh, I don't. Yeah, he might be the only one I think that might get punted in June. But um, in terms of the other ones, obviously not Aguilera. Uh, well, Aguilera doesn't count anyway because he's count, okay. So Persuits no. Uzbekistani guy for Seoul seems to be doing okay. Adam Taggart, definitely not. Okay. 
Right, onto the K2. Did you watch any games? I didn't, no. Okay, so just whiz through the results. Yep, Eland 1, Suwon 1. Suwon took the lead in two minutes, Eland equalising six. Something like that. Uh, And how did the Chief take it? Uh, He took it by watching his son play in a tournament. (laughs) (laughs) Basically one. It was a bit of a a weekend of shocks, no? Sort of. Ansan beat Arsan 1-0. Yep. Puchon drew one all with uh, struggling Chonnam. Yep. Pusan beat uh, Tejon 2-1 uh, and Kwangjang Kwangjang Kwangju drew 2 all with uh, Anyang yeah I was surprised at the Guangzhou one to be honest I thought they would have absolutely horsed Anyang but not to be ok what do you want to talk about next ACL, ACL. ok did you watch any of the four games uh, I watched as much as I could so nothing as much as I wanted <laughs> as much as I could uh, I saw the second half of Ulsan last night uh, and I saw the second half of John Book on Tuesday. Okay, did uh, Jumingu play for Ulsan? Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> Mexican Junior started and Kim Suan came on and scored a goal. There you go, that's all I Okay, so uh, do you want to take us through that game? Um, the highlight of the game was probably Mix, Mix Dixerland doing some weird little pirouette thing in midair that he actually injured himself doing. Uh, he kind of went to head it and jumped at the same time. So you know how they take players head downwards, right? Yeah. You know, head in the ground if they want to head it and then run on it. Yeah. Well, Mix did that by jumping up first, spinning around in it, and then heading down in midair. And then when he landed, he fell over his own ankle and, and sprained it. He lasted five more minutes and was taken off. Um, then they brought on, maybe ten minutes to go, they brought in Kim Suan, the defender turned striker, back to defender, I think. Uh, who bulleted home a header in the 92nd minute yeah, so to they, get Osan the victory. They beat Kawasaki 1-0 yeah, uh, in, in the other game yesterday. Uh, Tegu lost 2-0 away in Hiroshima. Yeah, taken apart 2-0. I think that could have been anything. From what I could, I didn't see it from what I was reading on Twitter. Granted, all the guys who were commenting were Japanese football fans. Uh, but from what I could tell, I think Tegu got quite, quite, a, quite a bit of a beating, I think. Chombuk went away to Arara and won 1-0. They did, Adriano scored a goal. I saw that goal, yeah. And then the team that you love to hate, Gyeongnam, lost 3-2 at home to Kashima in a, in a very, very funny way. So they were, I want to say they were 2-0 up. Um, so their first goal was an own goal. Yeah. Uh, then... Jordan much. Jordan. 2-0 up. 2-0 up. Then... Gyeongnam uh, scored, uh, well... Kashima pulled one back for an own goal. Yeah, so that was 2-1. Lovely then, header, I saw that. Then uh, they, Kashima got a red card. Yep. So six minutes left, 2-1. They 2-1 down, ten, down to 10 men. Uh, and then two goals, like 80, 90 and 93 or something. Yep. To, to beat them 3-2. Uh, not really sure what happened there, to be honest. I don't, really know, I don't really know how you can lose your concentration quite that much. So I guess they got John booked. After John Book and John Book the previous round, right? Uh, with Quonson playing in goal, right? For Kashima. Probably, yeah. Does the young man looking precariously? Ah, probably unlikely to get out of the group. I think they've got two points now. So they went from like being in second and looking decent to being third and looking like they've no chance of getting out. Also, I look like they're going to easily get out of the group. John Book will probably get out, and Diego just need to try and but turn that San Fetchy game around. They collapsed against Shandong as well. 
when they got a draw there. Ah, uh, that was one 0 one east, two one two east, I think. Was it? I think. But anyway, they've got um, that was their opening game. So they they played two of their games at home already. So they've got now got to go away to China, away to Japan, and they've got the Malaysian team at home. Yeah, they're not going to do anything. It looks uh, it looks dubious, right? Yeah, I think the best chances for Korean teams into the next round and ultimately hopefully get the final is Jombuk and Osan. And for me, Osan have yet to concede, so another zero for you to keep track of, Paul. Um, I'm not saying it's because of Yoon young Sun, but I'm saying it's because of Yoon young Sun. Yeah, in Group F, uh, Tego are second, but there's three teams with six points there, yeah. so that's going to be close, going down to the wire. Chonbuk are top of Group G, uh, two, two teams behind them on four, Buran uh, fourth on third, three points. Uh, Ulsan top of Group H, with Shanghai on four points. Uh, yesterday's losers, Kawasaki on three, and Sydney probably on the bottom on two. Yeah, I think Ulsan, Chonbuk definitely throw Tego potentially get a chance, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Winners and losers, quickly. Of the week. Yep. Uh, Kilnam are the losers. Yep. Can't they've, argue. They've lost two games. They should have won both of them. Uh, they should definitely have won the ACL game and probably got a draw. So I would say, yeah, definitely. So uh, yeah, Kilnam got to be losers, as well as anyone who paid fifty thousand won for a ticket. It's gone up now, has it? Wasn't it forty? Well, I don't care how much it is. <laughs> um, winners, uh, winners got to be Osan who just keep winning. Zero goals conceded. In the um, in the ACL was a pretty incredible feat after after three games, right? So uh, my winners are the people of Songnam. Okay. It was it was uh, announced tentatively that Songnam are going to get a football specific stadium in Moran. It was, but yeah, I thought it was an April Fool by Tom. Um, but I've asked him about it yeah. directly, and he says no, it's actually going ahead. It's going to be in Moran. Not on the ground in Moran, in Moran. But I think it's going to be actually Moran. Yeah, you think they'll just demolish the existing one and, and uh, build it on top? Maybe. Because they're moving back to Tanchon in like June or July, right? So they've got all that time. They've got basically the, the best part of almost a year to, to build it. So. But um, if it happens, it'll be good now? I, th- I think it'll be fantastic. I, I prefer sell Moran as an week. area. Sell, sell outs every week? Um... It depends on the size of the stadium, right? If it's, if it's 4,000, then yeah. <laughs> if it's 45, then no. Um, well, you say that, but Tego have uh, bumped up their crowds quite well. I guess they have moved into the city. I, I mean, I'd, you've got to be, you've got to take a hat off to Tego. I mean, they are, they're the only team up. Well, I think every team is up uh, from from this time last year, I think, actually. But, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, fair play to Tego. Definitely, yeah. I would like to, to, to see them relocate in Morana. I think the area is better. Okay. Um, FA Cup next week. Yep, we talked about it last week, but it's this. the games are on Wednesday. Yep. Are you going to go to any? I'm going to try. It depends on my work schedule, but I'm going to try and get down to the Civil Stadium. Go try and, try and see Suwon versus Daegu. Don't fancy other Suwon versus whoever they're playing? Nope. Suwon versus Daegu. I think it's Blooming versus Pohang, but nah... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. Eat. I'll get another game at the Blue Wings. Uh, I'll, I'll get to see Songnam there, so I think I'll put some money in, in, in the good Suwon team. Obviously, Solway can win again. Um, yeah. I'm half and half about that. I think I'll I'll watch the game on Sunday and then judge whether it's worth making that trip twice in a week or not. Yeah, it's not. Takalbi. Takalbi's great, but it's not worth making it twice in a week. Definitely not. Although, having said that, my best ever Takalbi <coughs> was had in Seoul rather than Chunjon, so. 
Um, I, I told you last week I, I had KFC. <laughs> so, so you want me to do a devil's advocate, right? I do indeed, yeah, about, sure, about whether Tat Galbi is better in solo change. Nope. So last week I did the devil's advocate where I defended the politicians in Gyeongnam uh, Stadium yep. uh, in the Changwon Football Centre. This week there's some new rules that have been implemented uh, in some, but from like FIFA rules, right? So yeah, they've been uh, made up by FIFA and they're due to come in from uh, the, end, the summer, but uh, FIFA have told uh, teams participating in this year's Women's World Cup that they can use them in friendlies now to get used to them. Okay. So the Korea, Korean women's team played a, a couple of friendlies against Iceland. Uh, I, I met the Iceland national team on Sunday. Okay. There's no joke. I was in Myeongdong and I walked past them. They were a lot shorter than I thought. Is this, is this going on from your curries and rumbleos jokes that you're talking about just now? <laughs> Trust me. I was walking through and I, and I saw a bunch of blonde-haired girls walking to, towards me all wearing the, the same tops. And I thought, wow, I see either a strange K-pop band or a, a bunch of people in couples t-shirts. It's Gary Katona there. And then when they approached, I, I realised that they were Icelandic football players. Because the flag, I was like, that's what the flag. Okay. How many numbers did you get? None. <laughs> there, was, there was number five, number four, number three, number two, and number eight. Anyway, back to the devil's advocate. So the idea is you're, that you're these will justify so you I'm sleeping pick, with an Icelandic football player. So I'm going to pick one of them. <laughs> the first time. So I'm going to pick. <laughs> I'm going to pick him. That's not what we're supposed to be talking about. Tell us about that. I'm going to pick one of the rules, and I want you to defend it, right? Do you want to go through what the rules were then? I don't. I don't know them all. I only wrote two. Do you want me to go through the rules? Yes. Okay, now I've got to dig up the... You could have told me that in advance. I've got to dig up the article now. So one of them is that if the ball hits the referee, the play is stopped. It's no longer play advantage, right? Yeah. Uh, and some some wag tweeted from our account about how that's going to yeah. make dads around the world unhappy. Because they can't say, good ball ref, nice pass ref, <laughs> which we all scream every time it happens, right? It, it, has, to be, it has to be done, right? Yeah. Depending on which way it works. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, there's usually someone in a stadium going, oh, good pass, Rev. And people in your side are going, <laughs> screaming at him, like, who's the mason in the black or something, right? <laughs> okay. Um, so, this is another interesting one for me, is that when there's a free kick, um, you can't, if there are more than three uh, of the defending team in the wall, the attacking team players have to be stood a metre away from the wall. Okay. So none of this daft, like, lying in front of the wall and, and jostling in the wall and, and things like that. So, interestingly, Yong Ki-hun, when he scored the free kick yep. against Suwon, there was a player, a gangwon player, who laid down in front of the wall when the referee told me to get up. He can still do that. No, I can't play a super player, obviously, doing the whole sit-down thing. Yeah. You know that thing that Dan Harris was talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, he did the whole sit-down, and, and, and the referee said, get up. Really? Yep, can't do that anymore. Um, well, he made them get up. I think they can still do it in the K-League until July, I that referee was just doing it uh, but, but, yeah, even, even so, uh, they'll have to stand, like, a metre away from the wall, or people in the wall, which is interesting. Uh, another one, goal kicks um, no longer need to go out of the penalty area before someone can touch them. Well, that's terrible. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's not a bad one, I guess. 
Uh, as you said, if the ball hits the ref, it'll be a drop ball. Um, what's this one? Uh, okay, so sometimes players want, the attacking team wants to take a quick free kick, but if the ref's trying to give a card out, they have to stop. But for going forward, they can take their free kick and the ref can give a, the, 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 the booking or the, the sending off at the next break in play. Okay. So just keep the ball moving, <coughs> keep it going on. Uh, when there's a substitution, the player should leave the pitch from the nearest point in the touchline to where he is. So no, no like strolling across the pitch to, to get out. You just leave by the nearest point. Um, change the coin toss. So up till now, they toss the coin... Uh, and the, wig, the winning team um, gets to choose the uh, direction they want to play. So they play this way or that way. Going forth, they'll have the choice of either choosing direction or choosing to take the kickoff. Okay. I like it when you said that, and you made that little Freudian slip, but when you said the wigging team, you looked straight at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, also going forward, um, managers and coaches will be able to get... Uh, yellow card or red card if they do infractions so up to now they're just going to be sent to the stands but they'll be able to get the same yellow card red card that everyone else does Okay. but the one you want me to talk about is something completely different handball handball in the box um, will what will it be uh, it will be a penalty or it will be a free kick no matter what Okay, so any handball, so not yeah. ball played hand anymore, just any handball, right? Yeah. Uh, so if the ball hits a hand, it's a penalty. Even if it's unlucky, uh, it will still be a penalty. Okay. Well, a free kick. So I want you to defend that. Why do you think it's a great idea for any hand, any, any ball to hand, any time the ball strikes the hand of a non-goalkeeper in the box, it will be a free kick penalty, whatever. It will take some of the uncertainty out of the game uh, and the... The, the way that refs are, can be pressurised about whether it was ball to hand or hand to ball it's going to take all that out it's just everyone knows the rule in advance ball hits the hand penalty done so even they what about as some some uh, some mm. wag <laughs> said earlier you know they, for example a player like Edon Gook spends the whole close season practising how to hit hands uh, from a you know he gets the ball he looks up he sees a hand boof Target practice has the hand. It should still be a penalty. Uh, under the current rules, it should be. Well, under the the incoming rules, it should be. You it will defend be. it. <laughs> I need to defend it. Yeah, you could defend it. If the player purposely has the ball off the hand, you still think it should be a penalty, right? Um, the w- we always know that when new rules are introduced, uh, players take some time to get used to it, and then they try and find ways to use it to their advantage. So if Kim um e wants to do that, then fair play to him. He's found a way to uh, increase his goal tally and earn himself a few million one a week. Um, I assume that if that happens regularly, there'll be a tweak to the rule, which means that... that you don't get kind of... In fairness, surely he'll be retired by that time, right? Uh, I would say that the, uh, the goal area is probably a bigger target than someone's hand, though. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, so many footballers don't try and shoot, they go down, right? You know, he had the right to, to go down. Are we going to hear, you know, he had the right to strike the ball at his hand? Uh, I'm also curious because... What, what if a player's lying on the deck and you have a clear shot at goal and the player's lying on the ground with his hand out 
because he's just been failed by someone else. So you just like tap it onto his hand. Tap <laughs> on his hand, right? And I'm also curious because at the moment it's about whether your hand's in an unnatural, an unnatural shape, right? Yeah. So if you're sort of standing there with your hands to your side, there's no problem. But I'm wondering if you're standing there sideways and someone just blasts it into your shoulder like that, or your I, upper arm, if that's going to be a penalty. I don't. I, I, I think. I don't think it's been thought out. Probably we should refer to the original wording on the FIFA website rather than a, the succinct translation in a, in a Nava news article. Probably, probably. Which we'll do and get back to you next week, yeah? <laughs> okay, so I'm enjoying this devil's advocate thing, to, to be perfectly honest. I was, I mean, watching you squirm as you say, Edom Gook for your platinum was probably the highlight of 198 episodes. <laughs> I mean, as much as. Uh, I mean, Edom Gook. Kim Shinook? <laughs> no, Kim Shinook is an absolute. Yes. Um, I, don't th- I think whole. I agree with you on that one. Uh, Edom Gook is more. More of me being a sore loser because he is a fairly talented player, yeah. um, and th- there have been uh, rumours about what he got up to in Middlesbrough, which we won't publicise okay. for fear of being sued for slander. Okay. But um, there's a lot of people on the on, on benefits in Middlesbrough who he could be supporting if he wanted to, okay. allegedly. So he's a he's a he's a wangie of, of Middlesbrough. The Dion Dublin of. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Swiftly move on. Before we actually do name a player, it's a bad idea. Okay, so K1, K2 this weekend. Yep. Uh, Start with K2. Yep, there's no Chief here today, so we'll just quickly go through the games. Where is the Chief going? He is at home to Chonnam. That's a gimme, surely. Three points in the bag. Definitely. Three points. Henry and Chisholm and Annie score goals. Uh, on the is that sa- Saturday, Sunday? That's Saturday at 3pm. Uh, on the same same time same day same time, uh, Puchon are at home to Anzan. Okay. Two hours earlier, Asan host Pusan. If you fancy a game on Sunday, Eland, quite close to you. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, are home and away to Anyang. <laughs> now we have an outro music. Okay. Uh, and Kwangju are at home to Tejon. Okay. Um, that's enough about that, right? So no, so really, unless you, yeah, I guess Suwon's the only really. Oh, Suwon Bucheon in the Bucheon. close games. Okay. Um, in the the league that matters, uh, Cheju at home to Chonbuk on Saturday at two p.m. Okay. Kyongnam host Sangju at four. Okay. Songnam host Pohang at four. Yep, I'll be there. Uh, on Sunday, Suwon host Tegu at two. Uh, Incheon host Ulsan at four, and then Seoul travel to Kangwon at four. Incheon at four, Suwon at two. You can't do both. Choose one. Oh, I think I'll go to one of them. I think I think I'll be at one of them. I don't know which one, but I'll probably go to one. Okay. Um, okay quick, uh, quick for your game. Yeah. What do you think? Seoul or away Kangwon? Win lose draw. 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 Okay. For me, Songnam or hosting Pohang, we we'll go for a win. Okay. Okay. Um, obviously, we've had our segment about trying to pick the team that you, the, the the match that you'd go out of your way to see. So you're walking along the high street of a Saturday afternoon and you see uh, uh, what's it called? Sky Sports. Sky Sports Saturday, whatever it is called, with Jeff Jeff Stelling. Okay. On soccer Saturday. Soccer Saturday. That's the one. Uh, in, on, on the on the TV in, in Curry's um, I don't think the two probably coexisted to be honest <laughs> okay 
Let the base see the, you see the live text on CFAX as you walk past Curry's. What, what are you going to stop and, and watch for? <laughs> Which I knew what you meant. Okay, yeah. Um, so the one game that I would not miss, right? So the game I would make sure I was walking past Curry's so I could see the score or see the game. Uh, of all those games, I'm going to say it would be... It's a tough one this week. Um, probably Incheon v Osan. Uh, Purely because there would definitely be goals. I, I would agree with that. Also for Kyungnam versus Sangju. Yep. is another contender. Okay. Uh, the wife wants to go to B&Q. You were planning to go to the football, but you're happy to ditch the football and go to B&Q. Which match is that? Jeju John Book. Because you think it's going to be a stone. It's going to be walking apart for Jeju. For John Book. For Jeju. As the annual hat trick. Okay. Happy yourself? Um, uh, game that I'd avoid. I think Kang 1 versus Seoul would be quite uh, uninteresting, to be honest. But you're going? I'm going. <laughs> Only because B&Q closed down about 10 years ago. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd have gone. <laughs> it's a... Uh, Something warehouse now, right? Okay. Car phone warehouse. Car <laughs> warehouse, okay. Well, it's been a pleasure again, <laughs> doing this incredibly scripted show. So we're going to wrap up with an outro. You think you called it with the Eland home and away? Home and away. Got to be with you each day. With you each day.